0: Hey, everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with The Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close to person, some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I said, in every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have?
1: Yeah, Matt Tucker with us today. He is a country music artist from Rock Hill, South Carolina. Coming from a musically inclined family, he began playing in local honky tonks with his father and soon broke out as a solo artist playing acoustic gigs in the area. He then started along his journey to stardom. He enjoys spending time with his kids, grilling out for the game, and interacting with his fans.
0: And we're excited to have him
2: on.
1: Yeah, <laughs> welcome to the show. Welcome.
2: Hey guys, how are y'all? <clears throat> oh,
1: doing
2: good. Doing Yourself? Awesome. Yeah, I. You know, I don't. I try not to complain because um, you find out although the older you get, nobody wants to listen. So I just smile and say, "Hey." No, <laughs> no, all's good. All's good. All's
0: good. Yes. And we understand that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I always like to start the show up kind of same way. Last mm-hmm. few years have been rough for a lot of people, but especially entertainment. Oh, yeah. So how has all that affected you? And what have you done to kind of maneuver through this crazy time?
2: Yeah, so COVID was something. That's That's been a, a typical, a very common topic, it seems. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, COVID was hard for everybody. I know everybody experienced COVID differently. They... they You know i'm sure they had to figure out ways to get through and get by and you know especially for a musician um i got a lot of friends that do it and you know some are very close to me and some are in my band so yeah it was hard um we definitely all experienced it differently i think um i you know for us as far as my band goes we 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 play quite a bit of shows through the year i mean since I started doing this, I probably play at least 150 dates a year. And on Friday and Saturday, it's usually band gigs. You know, oh, the well. stuff in between mm-hmm. would be maybe acoustic stuff with just me or me and another one of my guys. But um, I kind of stopped with the band stuff, um, you know, and then and there was ups and downs to where, you know, they they, they want us to be quarantined and then we'd go out of quarantine and then COVID would spike again and then we go back to quarantine. So, you know, there was that one point where we thought things were going to pick back up and then all of a sudden we're shutting back down again. And, um, you know, for me, I still did play some. Um, <laughs> I just knew a lot of people around my area and, and where I started playing and they got tired of being quarantined and they had party. <laughs> And they call me and be like, "Hey, listen, we can't we can't have the whole band because we'll probably get in trouble." But hey, will you come play? And we'll take care of you. So you know, I, I still made ends meet certain ways, but for the most part, you know, I think like a lot of musicians, we we got stuck not playing, and got stuck at home, and almost forced to do the government handout. You know, and i I didn't yeah. I didn't want to do it, and I I tried not to as long as I could, and that's so I got back to it quickly. At the same time. Um, you know, I can't you know, prior to doing music full time, which I, I I left the corporate world uh, the very end of 2015 and I okay. kind of started doing my own thing along with music. One thing I got into was roofing. And during oh. during quarantine, <laughs> I started my own roofing company, which <laughs> that was hard, okay. too. But yeah. as as things came out, you know, it, I had something else to do. And that was kind of, my. you know, if I can't play a show. I can try to work. So, yeah, you know, that was right. something that That's I was right. able to do because it was, an out, you know, basically an outdoor job. It's, it's not an easy job, but, you know, it yeah. helped, helped me make ends meet. So right. that was kind of me, you know, getting through COVID. And then, you know, obviously shows started picking back up eventually, you know, <laughs> venues started opening um, and stuff like that, you know. And at the same time during COVID, I, I did a lot of songwriting and also, you know, I guess one reason we're we're talking is I got new music coming out that I've been recording. So wow. know, I, really, I tried to stay busy. So. <laughs> now
0: you're awesome. still based in Rock Hill area, right?
2: I am back in Rock Hill, uh, which is basically the Charlotte, North Carolina. Where right. over, um, you know, I've been in and out of Nashville for since I recorded my first first time I ever stepped foot in the studio, which was nerve wracking for me back then. <laughs> because um, I got I got in this I got in music business later in life. I didn't I didn't do it as a teenager and start really young and learn how to play guitar really young and stuff like that. I I basically got into it later. And so my first thing I in 2013 was my first um, time in a studio. And I've been writing in Nashville for about a year or so. So since back then, I've been in and out of Nashville, um, you know, with me having a family, having kids, running <coughs> a business, you know, working as, as, as well, trying to make this work so I can do this dream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's never been easy for me to just pick up and leave permanently. Yeah. So I've always mm-hmm. made it work to where I, I schedule things out while I'm there. You know, I try Is to. Is that a there. future
0: plan eventually be based in Nashville?
2: If it works out, you know, it's not, mm-hmm. I think today with, if you're going to songwrite, You got to be there. If you, if you're yeah. going to be yeah. a songwriter, which I love writing. Don't get me wrong. Um, that's one of my passions too. Um, that, that's something I can do forever. If I lose my voice, I can still write a song, you know? <laughs> so, um, but you know, as far as the artist thing goes, you got to still have a presence there. You got to be there. You know, my team's there, my producers there, I record there in Nashville. Uh, if it works out one day and I can be there. Absolutely. Um, but it's, you know, for me, it'd have to be where I still have a home base and yeah. Nashville is yeah. my yeah. home, basically type deal. So, just kind yeah, of it'd be great. I, I'd love to be able to walk out of the house and call a buddy and be like, hey, meet me down to Midtown. Let's let's <laughs> talk about the next thing and grab a drink and talk about what we're going to ride. Yeah. You know, that'd be great. So,
0: yeah, we're planning on hopefully um, moving out to Nashville next year.
1: Yeah.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Very we, good. Awesome.
0: <coughs> we love it there. And what's funny is, you know, Nashville, I tell you, it's, it's, a uniqueness in its own category i remember our first time visiting nashville last year we um as a family and none of us had never been there a little little 10 year old we're walking down almost to broadway and this was his first experience our first experience yeah
1: he was nine we get in
0: front of hockey tonk central and one of the band members that was playing that day seen little chris and told somebody give him this drumstick so they walked out on the sidewalk said so that guy said give us drums so we thought that was cool. Then we yeah. walk across the street to Dirk and we're listening to the band play at Dirk bentley Row. Mm-hmm. And and as we're listening, the singer she looks down and sees a drumstick in his hand. She jumps down and says, tells our little one, how would you like to play a song with us on the drums?
2: <laughs> so so well, they drag like him through, through the, the
0: window, window. Yeah. of that, put him on stage in front of However, many, I mean, it was Good. packed, packed house. house, you know, cheering crowd, you know, however yeah. many of that place holds, but it was packed, cheering him on as he hits the drums while they play Summer of 69. Yes,
1: uh, the whole song. Yeah.
0: And, and that was the first night we were there.
1: Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Broadway something else, man. I got a lot of friends that play down there, and uh, I've played Broadway, it's very fun and interactive, and yeah, it's definitely. It's definitely a, a thrill, and, so, and I've seen that stuff like that happen, and it's very, very cool. So,
0: and what's funny is, you know, every time we were down there, he'll hold that drumstick, hoping it happens again.
1: Oh, yes, <laughs> he ended up with another one, another
0: trip Oh, not Red, on so it, they, but he did yeah, end up with another drumstick, so now, now he's got two, and now yeah, he carries two, him everywhere <laughs> he
1: goes. <in> Nashville. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs>
0: So, you know, a lot of people would ask, when did you know you wanted to do music? I always like to go deeper than that. When did it click for you that this could be a career move?
2: Um, I don't know that it, 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 that was a thing, but here's how I got into it. Um, mm-hmm. So my, my grandfather played bluegrass and stuff when I was little. I remember going to like Maggie. Well, I didn't go to Maggie Valley then because he was kind of out of that, but he used to play Maggie Valley before I came along. That was a big bluegrass area. Mm-hmm. And, but I remember being little and I seen him, his bluegrass band. I don't even know where it was at. I was this little, but it was somewhere in the Carolinas. And this is like when Alan Jackson first came out and he was playing oh, wow. some festival wow. yeah. and they opened up for Alan Jackson. Uh, I, I distinctly remember it just because I remember there was a, there was a walkthrough gated area that we could, we had passes or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. To walk through. I remember, I think my dad was holding me and we walked up through to the front of the stage. was able to see my grandfather and I also got to see Alan Jackson really close. I had no idea who that guy was at the time. Of course, I was probably too young to even know. Right. I knew he just started out after he, you know, I guess he signed his first record deal or whatnot. And um, anyway, so then my dad also played uh, as I was growing up, he, he'd be in and out of playing. He never pushed like want to go yeah. do pursue mm-hmm. it as a career, but he, I always had fun with it, you know, so I kind of grew up around music and, um, um, I guess I, back in 2008, uh, my son was coming along, my first son, he's, he's now 14. Um, so I say I picked the guitar up about 15 years ago. So when he came along, um, you know, me being younger into the first, first coming, I'm not far out of school and, um, uh, going to the workforce and, you know, it's not like I'm abundance of funds. So I was stuck at the house a lot and it was eating me up because back then, you know, I wanted to be around my buddies hanging out because I'm still fresh out of school. So, (laughs) um, but at the same time, we're all working and doing our thing. But anyway, so I'm at the house and um, I just couldn't really do much and decided, you know, at that time, I'd also been just tickling the idea of like, i was getting like karaoke cds and stuff
1: yeah like uh,
2: just having fun you know and anyway i decided you know it'd be cool if i could play guitar and do this too so i um i basically looked up some youtube videos first well first i asked my dad about teaching me he said well i can show you how to hold these chords and position your fingers and stuff but if you don't want to sit down and learn it i can't just you know, make you do it. So oh, I said, right. All right, yeah, you show, show me that and I'll teach myself. And he said, All right. I said, If I teach myself, you got to agree that you're going to help me start playing out somewhere. <laughs> so uh-huh. Yeah. I, I taught myself. And six months later, after picking it up, we were booking our first gig at a VFW. Wow. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: So uh, I started playing out with my dad. And then as time went along, you know, I just, it, for me, when i get involved i get involved especially Mm -hmm. if i'm about it so yeah um i just kept pursuing it kept pushing put my first band together these guys that i called my first band that i was able to kind of book steady they were all seasoned guys and we all got along really well they they liked me and wanted to help me and we started growing in my out of my area of uh, rock hill and just started going along and playing all over the carolinas and going up into Virginia and just venturing out and, and it grew to that. And then, you know, as times went along, band members come and go. And, you know, I recording albums or, or I did my first EP in 2013. Then I did another project, 2015. I did another project in 2017, did a couple singles in between, and now we're here to this new album. So it, I guess for me, when it clicked is I would go back and say, 2015 I knew things were coming to a I guess a headbutt with my yeah. career job that I had and the music life because I'm luckily the job I had I was working four tens. So I was working Monday through Thursday.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: mm-hmm. Thursday night I would book an acoustic gig. Friday and Saturday, we were gone, you know. And so that mm-hmm. worked out for the longest time. But so that was probably I guess four years in into that and as 2015 comes along and um, it was just some things going on in my career job. And then, you know, me knowing that I got to put more time and invest more time into this music if Mm -hmm. I'm going to go any further, or I can be happy with what I'm doing. But then I'm like, you know, why not? So I I took the leap of faith and, you know, I had people discourage me. I had people, you know, have my back on it. Um, and in the end, I just sat down by myself and prayed about it. And and then I went with my gut because that's, you know, for me, I, I run my I run a lot of stuff on my gut and my gut feeling yeah. so good. Yeah. I pursued it. And I think I, I guess that's what you would call it the, the click for me. You know, once I I, I mean it was scary. I mean, I was really. Speaking of
0: that, you know, that's a perfect lead in where I want us to go, because as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory in what you do, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, Mm -hmm. the tears, the struggles it takes to get to high levels within music. And I always want to talk about that because I think that's one of the things that people gloss over a lot within the industry of how hard it really is, especially for the newcomers to get to that next level. So take a few moments and let's talk about that side of it.
2: Yeah, so I mean, it's it's definitely a grind. Um, You know, you from from how I kind of got in the game to now, and you know, and I'm not knocking anybody or anything about this, but you got a lot of TV shows now, and so there's and and then you got the internet. The internet is way more broad than it was when I started. I mean, when I first started, the the Apple like the whole download thing was kind of just. I mean, it was there, but it (laughs) hadn't long been there, so. It was still a big. You had to go burn an album. You had to go cut an album and, and sell a CD to to do that. You know, um, and and of course, by the time I got my first album or my first project out in two thousand thirteen, it was the hybrid thing. So we still made CDs, but there was only downloading available. You know, there wasn't really a yeah. streaming thing. It just started integrating. If it was a, the, the streaming thing back then, was the pirate people that were. <laughs> doing it for free you know it's not like it is now where everything's stream stream i mean you can still download but it will you know so i mean yeah i mean just the just that whole thing i mean you you see like i was saying with the shows and stuff and, and and the way the internet's come i mean there's so many outlets to get recognized quickly you know and like it's also
0: a double-edged sword, though, I think, um, because what one thing I've learned within the music business of talking with so many executives mm-hmm. is that one of the problems that, you know, that, yes, you can get seen quick, but it's to keep that traction because, you know, where before you were competing with on local levels and all that. Well, now because of the Internet. You don't have a few hundred people. You have, you have thousands yeah. and thousands and thousands that, that can do the same thing. So yeah. then you go you go you know years ago you could walk into a record label if they hear you sing and they like you they'll sign you right on the spot. That ain't mm-hmm. happened anymore. Only way a label you come in oh before they even hear you what following you have you ain't yeah. got no following no we don't want you and that,
2: and that's where I was kind of going you know I I came up with the whole mindset of paying your dues and Mm -hmm. burning up the honky tonks. And like, I guess when I started, we kind of was like, you know, let's just take the longest hardest route and hope a shortcut comes a long way. Because if anything, I'm going to grow. And as an artist and, and performer, you know, so, and, and you're right. Like, um, if you don't have that big following, you know, they want you to be developed and, And so it's like you said double-edged sword at the same time i think everything happens for a reason and you know time's right it's going to happen you know either way for anybody so yeah yeah. Yeah. it's a it's it's a fun interesting industry i'll tell you that (laughs) i've seen a lot
0: And you know from our side even though we're not artists we we're still chasing that same type of dream you are just different platform because we want to be the bottom bones of ty bentley so we we see a lot because we interviewed him over 500 people now in two years um we have heard a lot seen a lot we've seen the good the bad and of course the ugly. <laughs> yeah
2: yeah, yeah. And, and you know it takes it takes everybody it, it's not just one side of this the whole industry everybody's got a part and it it takes the whole thing to run the beast so Now
0: you got a new album that's out or coming out tell us a little bit about that mm-hmm, and tell us about the do. song that you're going to perform for us the first song
2: yeah so this this album i, I, I call it an album because we did we went in Actually started out um, just coming in doing six songs, and then we ended up with thirteen mm-hmm. by the time we were done. Um, <laughs> wow, <man. laughs> yeah, I know. So, and and a lot of these songs were written during COVID. Uh, with you know, my first time ever doing a virtual co-write, uh, <laughs> a few times during COVID, um, and then I had some that I was I was kind of sitting on that I'd done demos of in Nashville and stuff, um, and I you know this album was recorded during COVID. Um, and it also came from, I partnered up with uh, the national cancer assistance foundation down in Florida. And <clears throat> it started out as a business proposal to try to write a song for them, which I did oh, do. Wow. Um, and we put it on the album and then it just, you know, we, it turned into a fun project too, because I started working with a new producer, um, gotten to one of the top studios in Nashville and mix and master and everything. And, and it's, it's ready now. So we've, we've released one single and we did that on May 2nd and it was kind of my birthday present because oh. my, birthday, my birthday was May 4th. So we decided to go with a Monday to get away from the overcrowded new music Friday. To, <laughs> yeah. And it's doing well. I mean, it's, people are listening loving it. Um, getting a lot of great feedback, um we got plans for a music video coming up at uh, one of my regular venues uh in South Carolina going to do like a lake scene type deal a uh, nice big outdoor staged amphitheater setup type thing and uh it's gonna be cool uh that song that's that's already out that we're doing this video for it's it's called my kind of time um, okay. you can find it everywhere so uh um, yeah so that's kind of that we're there um you know we we got more we got I plan to put more singles out and videos and and hopefully we're gonna we're gonna try to do something and, and approach you know on a bigger scale and see what we can do with the rest of this music so love yeah. it the floor is awesome. yours so hopefully so we'll we'll see so what happens. The floor is yours for the performer. Well yeah so I've got my guitar um <laughs> and and so like I was saying the new single is called My Kind of Time. Um yeah, Doing pretty good. for us. So check it out. This is me and a guitar of the raw version. This is kind of this would be your experience of what happened when I was writing this song without <laughs> stopping. If I don't mess up. <laughs> 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 My kind of time.
3: Picture you and me in the middle of nowhere. Wanna feel so good to be wild and free.
2: I just can't
3: shake it, my hands are shaking, my heartbeat is racing. You got me going crazy, let's get lost together forever. Make history drop everything let me take you on a country ride so come on come on baby you can be my body right shoddy i'll be your Clyde. so hold on hold on baby we are run from town to town light them up and shoot them down lovely when you smile singing whiskey bending and when you look my way i think about the rest of my life oh yeah Killing every minute with you, that's my kind of time. Still my heart, still a kiss, feel my love. Drunk on you, drunk on me, love this bug i've never seen this coming until i saw you go and i gotta get to know you you gotta let me show you the happiest ever after ever was. drop everything let me take you on a country ride so come on come on baby you can be my body right shotty i'll be your to so hold on Hold on baby, we are up from town to town Light them up and shoot them down Love their when smile and sing it Whiskey bent and hell bound When you look my way I think about the rest of my life Killing every minute with you That's my kind of time Hey, drop everything, let me take you on a country ride Come on, come on, baby You can be my body, ride, right? The shoddy, I'll be your client So hold on, hold on, baby We'll run from town to town like I'm up and shootin' down Love it when you smile and sing whiskey, pit hell bound. When you look my way I think about the rest of my life
2: every minute with you—that's my kind of time. Oh, love
1: it. Thank you,
2: guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. So that, like I said, it's on all digital media, um, wherever you listen to music. Um, mm-hmm. Check it out, Matt Tucker, my kind of time.
0: And you said you was gonna let us preview something real quick too.
2: Yes. Um, so i have not done this yet. I just kind of got oh, wow! No, why not? I mean, we, we got okay. the new single out. Um, don't know if this is the next one, but this is part of the project we recorded, oh, um, gosh. during COVID. And I was mentioning before, um, working with the national cancer assistance foundation, mm-hmm. uh, going in and, um, I, me and my lady went and took a little trip during COVID to get away. No, you know she works remote and I was kind of doing the same at, at the time. And we mm-hmm. went and got away, got an Airbnb in Mount Airy, North Carolina, up okay. near Virginia. if nobody knows what that is, Mount Airy is actually where they filmed the Andy Griffith show.
3: Oh, wow. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Wow. So
2: that's, if you go to Mount Airy, you can kind of vacate there, like go on a vacation and the town's kind of set up like the old Mayberry on the TV yeah. show. But we got a little cabin there in the foothills and, um, she helped me write this song. I, I did a lot of the work, but she she helped me finish it. And um, this is the song I, I wrote for the for the Cancer Foundation. And basically it, it it's for cancer, but
1: yeah, it's also
2: just an inspiration to you can get through this. So oh, wow. this song is called Can Survive. We'll give you a little verse and a chorus. This world is big Revolves on love Not always fair At
3: times it's tough Just keep your faith Believe Head down, eyes up to the sky Dark will fade into the light Even when you're weak Maybe on your knees Take that time to say a prayer There's no fear with the man upstairs Hold on, don't let go When the pain just won't end Just know that you can survive this, survive
1: this. Oh,
3: great. Love it.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, like I said, I don't know if that one's coming out next or not, but uh, we got plans for all of them, uh, all, all 13, to do something and uh, videos, singles coming out. Um, just you know, if you like what you hear, we appreciate you following along and, and, and keep up with me. All all my handles on social media are either at or whatever, but they're all Matt Tucker music. So uh. three three T's there. <laughs> <laughs> right? Music. yeah. And then the website's Matt Uh, if you go there, you'll you'll see schedules and all, all the all the good media and stuff like that to keep up with everything. So
0: love that. Now, mm-hmm. speaking of all this, um, you know, it takes a villa to do what you it do. It really does. In We're, our opinion, mm-hmm. the team never gets any love. They don't. But on our show, they get love. So take a few moments yes. and tell us about the team that helps you be who you are.
2: So yeah. Uh, here's another thing that happened out of COVID. Um with working with this new producer, I was introduced uh, to Miss Paula with Ablaze Blaze Entertainment. Right. She's awesome, yes, and I'll tell you, like it's the little the, the little time we've had together as far as trying to get things going and getting this. this she was a totally a part of this whole single, putting everything out, and we, you know, we get together and make decisions with each other, and and, and everybody's happy with what's going to happen. But that 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 is a workhorse team. Miss Paula will. <laughs> get it done so you know so far should get on
0: to people if they don't
2: yes oh, yeah. I listen listen I, I'm telling you I was raised to listen and that I listen to her you know <laughs> 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 so yeah it's it's been a great experience and uh we, we look forward to keep moving forward and uh, you know let's just keep growing this thing and like I said keep up with us we we would love to see you hang around and um, be a part of our if you want to call it fan base, I like to call it friend base. So oh, I love that.
0: That's great. You know, speaking of teens, we have a third co-host, our 10 year old, that we yes, bring on and ask a couple questions. So Sandy's gonna go get him.
1: I'll get it.
2: Okay. And yeah.
0: we've got a three year old daughter that when she gets older, she'll be plugged into the show too, because we try to keep it within the family. Cool. Yeah.
2: That's awesome. Very good. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, my my son actually plays and, and um he's he's doing really well. He's he's first year trumpet in, in school in the band and oh, State band and playing sports, but he plays guitar and uh, piano and stuff like that. And uh, you know, he's so another generation a lot of interest. Yeah, you know. Hopefully, I, I don't. I'm not going to push anything on him. You know, you let him do his thing. And uh, it happens. He's got a good outlet to get him started. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you've got the contacts for him.
2: Yeah. What's up, bud?
0: I'm good. Hi, master. What's your favorite food?
2: What's my favorite food? Yep. My favorite food, man, I, I'm a food fanatic. So I, <laughs> my other thing, other than music, what I like to do is cook. So I, I'd say I, everybody loves pizza. That's a common answer, but <laughs> I would say my favorite thing to cook and eat is a steak. Mm. Got to be steak on the grill. And then chicken will be my second favorite thing to eat. Cause
0: everybody's favorite's his. Cause what's yours? Pizza.
2: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I love pizza too and I'm particular about it too. So if I'm ordering if I'm ordering to go pizza like from a commercial chain, it's gotta be Papa John's for me. So
0: <laughs> it's a little Caesars for him.
2: Oh, I love little Caesars too.
0: <laughs> I keep joking. I was like, we need to get them to sponsor us and he can when people say, Well, what's your favorite kind? He can say little Caesar's pepperoni or whatever. <laughs> and go. it would be true. So it wouldn't be like we'd be stretching the truth, it'd be truth. So
2: absolutely. Yep. For sure, yeah. you can Get have your slice ready right here. Hold your exactly. slice. <laughs> yeah,
0: that'd be okay. good.
3: <laughs> so, what's it a great TV show?
2: TV show. Um, right now, I don't watch a whole lot of TV because I'm I'm usually so busy or doing music or something. But I really got into Yellowstone um, when I would sit down and watch TV, um, or either that or it's on the music channel watching music videos
0: because <laughs> what's yours mine is spongebob
2: spongebob dude i, I haven't watched that in forever <laughs> that was on when i was a kid though so
0: yeah same here and it's still got new ones coming
2: yeah for sure yep still a big hit
3: okay so what's the very movie
2: uh, <laughs> man that's a good one I, if i if i tell you okay so my all-time favorite I was a big back to the future fan. So I'm, I'm big on like the whole trilogy of back to the future. And I love the star Wars stuff and and stuff. But if I had to pick one, it'd be back to the future. Cause what's yours?
0: Mine is minions.
2: I hear you. I've seen that.
0: <laughs> They've built a really strong brand. I tell you.
2: Yeah. And it's funny, man. I, 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 I giggle whenever I've watched it with my kids, so I think if, yeah, sometimes it's. Sometimes we good, catch
0: good. ourselves still watching it after him and little Caitlin has quit oh, watching. Yeah. We're like, we're still watching.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yep, All
0: right. yep. All right, bye, thanks.
2: See you, bud.
0: <laughs> He's been on almost every episode.
2: That's awesome.
0: <clears throat> so, if you could co-write with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be?
2: Artists. Uh...
0: And it could be artist, songwriter, you know, whoever. But what would yeah, be the I mean, idea?
2: I would say this is a hard, this is probably a hard question for a lot of singers, songwriters, artists. Um, if I had to pick one, so I'm a big Alan Jackson fan. I, I My dad, listen, my dad was an old school country guy. But as far as me growing up, I grew up, 90s music was the foundation of my life, no matter what genre. And Alan was one of the bigger 90 artists that my dad really liked. So mm-hmm. when I was with my mom and dad, that was playing, you know, plus he was always on the radio. And again, like I told you, my grandfather opened for him when I was really little. So that was always stuck in the back of my mind. So I would definitely want to write a song with Alan Jackson because he's a, he's a great songwriter and he was a big, he's a big influence on my career. Um,
1: mm-hmm. You know,
2: just my music period. But I mean, I like so many different yeah. artists, so many different genres. I mean, if you if you start researching my music and listen to what's coming out, you'll hear all these different influences of not just artists and songwriters, but genres too. That, um, because I mean, like that song, I just played you my kind of time. If you go look it up, it's pretty rocking. I mean, a lot of people might go, that's rock and roll. But, yeah, <laughs> <it is. laughs> I like rock and roll. I loved, I like it all. I mean, but then I got songs coming out that are just straight up honky tone country mm-hmm. music mm-hmm. too. So and then some of it leans towards R and B and some of it, you know, leans towards pop. You know, it's just yeah. whatever yeah. I feel, you know. At the time. Um, so yeah, I mean I if I had to pick one off t- I'd probably say I'd love to write with Alan Jackson. But I mean I could go the list could go so far. Oh, yeah. I could, I could oh, talk yeah. your ears off about who I was. <laughs> right. <writing. laughs> so.
0: So, what's a song you've heard that you wish you wrote?
2: Um, I will go with a current one. Um, either "Doing This" by Luke Combs or "Till You Can't" Cody Johnson. Oh,
1: love those! That, that I so love awesome. the "Till You Can't."
0: Yeah, that's,
2: that that's one just
0: a great,
1: great song.
2: Yeah, for sure. I remember
0: cool. when I very first time heard that, I was like, "That's going number one."
2: Yeah, we were like, "Oh that's yeah, powerful. yeah." Yep. It's a great
0: song. <clears throat> And great guy too, Cody. Yeah,
2: dude, he's I'm really happy for his success. He's 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 one of those cats has been doing it for a long time too, and, yeah. and uh, it's good to see the, the grind pays off. You know, exactly.
0: mm-hmm. you know, because again, you know, you don't want to get to a point where you're like, well, only people that get signed are the ones that make it big. You start to see other people right. that that they start to make it big before they ever get signed. And To me, that's the ideal. Um, artists because then they control their destiny.
2: For sure. Yeah. And today's time that's, you can definitely make that happen. So yeah, I, that's, that's definitely a, a plus, especially for guys like me. I mean, um, you know, I'm, I'm independent and I've, I've worked did small things with indie labels and stuff like that and management and in the past. And not that I, it's, it's just, you know, sometimes things don't work out or don't prolong, but for me, I was like, I ain't going to stop me. I'm still going to do my music. I mean, yeah. yeah, just what scale of listeners do I have, you know, versus what can I get? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just keep you know, grind. Just keep going. You know what I'm saying? Back so,
0: in 2015, we got to interview Kelsey Ballerini before did. she was Kelsey. Yeah. And so to speak. first single was out. And, um, one of the questions I asked her was where she wanted to be in five years, and I always like to um, tell this story before I ask the guest that same question because the answer she gave us was almost to the T of what she's living at. I mean, she knew where she was going. So, where mm. would you like to be in five years?
2: Well, uh, you know, this project that I've done uh, during COVID got this full album done. Um, to this date, I will argu- arguably say, I'm "Sorry, my dogs are."
1: Oh no problem. Wow,
2: well, but um. Arguably say it's some of my best stuff that I've ever been a part of. Um, Out of the 13 songs, I was either solo wrote it or was a writer on it, except for one song. And that came from my songwriter network circle that I've been a part of since I started doing the Nashville scene. And um, so, I mean, you know, I've got very, you know, my projection with this music is, I want it to be the best possible releases we can do to be put out the the most proper way we possibly can. Um, So that's just where I'm at. Um, Yeah, yeah, obviously everybody wants to reach and shoot for the stars and we all want the big deal. But at the same time, as long as I'm doing it, making a living happy and just having fun with it, that's, that's my biggest thing. But of course, we all we all want the big ticket, right? We want the golden ticket. We're going to the chopper. <laughs> yeah. <party>, you know.
0: <laughs> now, speaking of the golden ticket, let's look fifteen years down the road, and let's say that you are a success on a grand scale, whatever that looks like for you. You consider yourself you made it. What do you hope you don't forget?
2: Oh, sure. You don't. You stay humble to the game. Um, you know, I don't think I'll ever forget where I come from. Um, just because that's how I was brought up and, and especially the, the, the way I've came up in the music business too, you know, um, I didn't jump on board very quickly and get signed right off the bat or whatever it was, you know, I'd spent a lot of time figuring myself out. Mm-hmm. And learning the game, and and learning all these different, you know, just how it works. And I don't know at all, by no means, uh, as far, and I don't think anybody really does. I mean, we're all just kind of taking stabs at whatever is going to work, and and if it does, it does. So I mean, that's that's the biggest thing is you know, don't forget where you come from, and um, mm-hmm. just stay true to yourself. You know, I don't, I don't think I could ever get caught, too caught up in the, just the glitz and the glamour of trying to be something you're not. You know, so. And that's a big, that was, that was a big thing with me and Paul in the blaze. It's like, you know, when it comes down to it, if I can't just be me, if somebody says, no, you need to do this and you need to change this. And like, well, I mean, if I was like 21, I might be like, okay, okay. Just to get that shot. But I'm like, yeah. anymore, I'm like I, it's, I just want to be me. Let me just be me. And if, if it's likable and sellable, great. If not, I'm happy with it, you know, and I feel good about it. And I think that's more important. like the song, I gotta course. be me. Oh
0: <laughs> um, yeah. as <laughs> well, what what? I said, like the song, I gotta be me, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what would you like for your legacy to be as an artist? What would you like to be most known and remembered for?
2: Um, I, That's a hard question. I've never been asked that. Um, I guess just staying true to to what I am and believe, and, and at the same time, I've I've done a lot of experience in, uh, with my music and even just putting stuff out. So, you know, um, figuring out what I where I wanted to go with this is is one thing, and you know, just just staying true to my my people. You know, like um, you know, with, I've always been big on just keeping. Home team happy, you know, just uh yeah and that's I guess that's for me and and just want hopefully the people like my music and that's the biggest thing is because I try to write you know, especially now these i want I want songs that inspire people or change their life, you know like mm-hmm. make make makes this you know it's not just that summer hit, I mean, don't get me wrong, we all we all want those yes. But, you know the ones that last and stick around for the longer mm-hmm. time are, are like those songs that inspire people and in, in ballads and stuff like that so just knowing that i've touched somebody is the biggest thing
3: Mm-hmm. And if you could say anything to your fans and followers what would you want to tell them
2: thank you so much i mean um especially since things have picked up after covid and working with you know new management mm-hmm. new producer a lot of things are going fast and hard to keep up with, but it, especially my true fan base has always been there. They're, they're loyal They stay with me. They, they help share things. They listen, they stream the music, they download it and all the new people on board, man, this it's been, it's been awesome seeing and experiencing this. And I just want to, you know, thank everybody for, you know, giving me the time of day and just give me a chance. So.
0: Love that. So as we close out here, um what advice would you give that person that wants to do what you do
2: well just it's a, it's a hard road. it can be a hard road it can be an easy road um it's just one of them things you got to decide if you really want to do it or, or you might not know maybe you just got to try it um, uh, yeah. The biggest thing is, is like stay true to yourself be humble you know um you know nobody's gonna give it to you you got to get out and go get it you know and you're definitely gonna find out if you do love this or if you don't
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: so yeah i mean that's the biggest thing and and if you're young and you and you can do it and you really want to pursue nashville go to nashville yeah. just go to nashville yeah. don't don't ask no questions just <laughs> do it
0: especially if you're going to be a songwriter you know songwriter, you definitely gotta be, i mean
2: yeah, yeah it just it, it helps a lot period just just go you know and and if you're young enough and you you got an inspiration to be there and want to be there i suggest going <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. awesome you know yeah. so as we close out here um again tell everybody how they can find you
2: so my website is matt uh, all my social media handles and and music platforms just type in matt tucker music uh all you gotta do is google it just go to google <laughs> Type in Matt Tucker Music and you you can find me. Um, now that you <laughs> see my face a little bit, you know, my pictures are up and everything. So if you go to the website, all the, hot, you know, the links are there on the website. Again, matttuckermusic.com. Um, just and send me a message or connect with me on Facebook. And I do my best to get back and respond as quickly as possible. So, yeah, just check me that. out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we really enjoyed having we you on did. the show today. We so definitely fun. look forward to having you back.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I I really appreciate you guys, Chris and Sandy, uh, for having having me on the show and taking the time and just you know listening to my short, long story.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We enjoyed it. We enjoyed
0: it. We this is what we love. We live for this. We do. Awesome. We love hearing the stories.
2: The world needs people like you to sit down and talk about it. So (laughs) we
0: appreciate appreciate you, and we definitely look forward to having you back. Absolutely, looking forward to.
2: it.
1: All right. Thanks so much for your time today.